Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Mike Flukas, and this is Church Chat, where real church folk talk about real issues. Sit back and relax as we explore the issues and events from a church perspective. Stay tuned for this episode of Church Chat. I'm your host, Mike Flukas. We are broadcasting to you from our WILL Internet Broadcasting Studios in Indianapolis, Indiana. To all of you listening, welcome to Church Chat, the Internet Talk Radio on the Blog Talk Radio online network where real folk talk about real issues. All of you listening to our live broadcast can listen or talk to the host and guest. Whether you're listening to us live now or on demand, we hope you enjoy the show. Tonight, our show is about finance, and our special guest this evening is Elizabeth Parker. She is an independent financial contractor with a specialty in the use of PowerChurch financial software. She is a certified tax preparer. She is also a member of several community boards, including Flow, and she has more than 30 years of experience in the financial field. Welcome to the show, Elizabeth Parker. Well, thank you, Mike. It's so wonderful to be with you, and I appreciate the opportunity to discuss with our members and uh, listeners uh, finances. As you know, that's my favorite thing to talk about. Um, uh, I I, I guess it is. (laughs) (laughs) It is. It truly is. And, you know, my goal is to help build a workable financial house for the 80% of the people that institutions uh, tend to overlook. And how I have done this is I developed a workbook called God's Financial Health Plan. It is Mm -hmm. uh, divided into about five parts, and we try to take each part and see what it can do and help us be more effectively use our finances or the things that God has given us, all of our resources. Um, Tonight we're just going to talk about one of those uh, five, but I want to give you all five of the categories um, now, okay. everybody might not ag- agree with how we do it, but this is the way that God gave it to me, and this is the way I deliver it to you. <laughs> That's so, right. Okay. <laughs> so the first part is uh, usually we talk about tithes and offerings, and that's because we want to put God first in all the things that we do. And in this case, we usually talk about anywhere from 10% of our income as a starting point. The second pocket, and we use a, a, a five-pocket blue jeans because everybody's got to pay our blue jeans. So the second pocket we want to talk about is taxes, 
and that's because Uncle Sam is going to get his, whether anybody else does or not. And that's usually about 20%. And we're talking on general because we took a dollar and divided it into five parts so that we could sort of uh, have a, 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 a base. That's what it is. And the third pocket is a storehouse. And God talks about our storehouse, and it's talking about education and retirement in that particular pocket. And that's about 10% of our uh, income. And then the one that we're going to elaborate on is number four, which is short-term savings. This is really our bucket list, things we want to do, and anything from a short month to uh, or even a week out from our paycheck or whatever until maybe a year. And we'll elaborate on that. And the fifth one is our spending pocket, not just saving and spending, but spending. And that's the one we live in, which is 50% of our income should be that. Now, most of us uh, pass that 50%, but anyway, that's how we want to talk about it. So, Mike, give me uh, any any particular part that you want me to start on about short-term spending and um, um, saving and spending. Oh, okay, you mentioned the bucket list now. Uh, mm-hmm. We saw that movie Bucket List, and and, and ever since then we've uh, called every place we go as our bucket list. And how yeah. much again uh, should we put aside for that bucket list? Well, 10%. because every time we go on vacation, we always say <laughs> that we're going to the bucket, but we're going to be doing our bucket list. So what you said? What ten percent? Yeah, ten percent. Now, okay. you know what What a bucket list, 10% isn't a lot of money. And when you talk yeah, right. about this fourth, this 10% can be 1% for this, 2% of that okay. 10% for that, okay. um, a half a percent for this. It's according to what we have put on, like short term, like going to a movie. I think nowadays, in order to go to a movie, it takes about twenty-five to fifty dollars if it's two people going to one with popcorn yeah. and all these right. things. Right, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. So you know, if if you have a very small ten percent of your of your net earnings, because that's all we have to work with is what is net ten percent of that. It might take you a month to st- uh, to save for you to go. It's according to what your living expenses are. But mm-hmm. so we want to put it, um, th- this one is like a, it's like a wallet. You know, a wallet has a place for coins. It has a place for credit cards. It has a place for bills. So number four is one of those divided things. It's like a wallet. It, it's divided into so many parts. But we try not to go over that 10%, so it takes us time to do everything. Okay. Okay. So, so when, when we think about saving to go uh, and then spending, we want to say, okay, we know that um, for one thing that I'm interested in and, and I, I do is um, like there's a play coming up. And we want to go to it, a live performance or okay. something, and there's a fee attached to that ticket. 
So we might not have that $10 right away, but if we know it's coming in about three months, then we can say if the ticket is $15, we can save $5 a month, you know, to put aside so that we get one ticket or $10 a month so that we get two or something. Does that make sense okay. to you? Yes, it makes sense. But I had another question also. Is it okay. appropriate or against the uh, the system or against your plan if we take uh, – Money out of Paul's. Okay, if we take money out of uh, out of uh, of the personal and the living expenses to 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 get to get our our bucket list uh, certified, can we do that? Well, you can make up your plan any way that is suitable for you. Okay. See, everybody right. doesn't work the same way. They don't think the same way. They don't put their money aside the same way. You right. might decide right. that, okay, I, I I had put aside, like wintertime, you put aside or you think about, well, the gas bill is, is, right. is $150. Really high. Right, but then That's in right. the summertime, <laughs> it's gone down. So if we have been paying that amount, then we could take that, that extra part and say, oh, that's going in my bucket list in the springtime. Uh-huh. See, you can you can but, do any of those things. Okay, uh, yeah, but I, I was talking about maybe people who don't have who don't have a a strong, a strong constitution. Uh, well, that's discipline, and uh, yeah. they're going to take it. They're going to take it from a, another pot. That's maybe they're going to take it and from the tax pot. That's usually what happens. Yes, yeah. that is usually well, what you... happens to most of us. And, and you know, finances is a, is a discipline within itself, and that's what right. we have to learn. That's why I think God's Financial Health Plan is such a, a, a wonderful book for the majority of people. It's because it takes each one and sit down, gives you reasons, gives you time to learn discipline. And in anything that we want to do, it says 21 days, and we can make it a habit. So if you follow something, if you if you say, I'm just going to work on this fourth pocket, I'm just going to work on spending at that, then you, you, you sort of, I'm going to pay my regular bills, I'm going to do those, but I'm not going to really concentrate on those. I want to concentrate on getting something so that the whole family can enjoy. So you might have to think about and 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 make your plan and I think this book gives you the opportunity to do that. Okay. If you have a you have a family, right? And you mm-hmm. have a family maybe of four. Uh is it a good idea for just maybe the uh the wage earner to to uh uh, put in. We're talking about the bucket list. Is it? Or could it encompass the whole family? Could the whole family some, somehow contribute to uh, this ten percent to uh, to do a bucket list, like maybe going to a play or something like that? Could the whole yeah. fa- In other words, what I'm saying is each member contributes something. 
Yes, I think that's a good idea. The main thing is we don't use our young people, our children, into our financial picture until they get older. By then they all uh-huh. have farmed something. But we should. We should really right. sit down. If they, if you give them a, if they have an allowance or if they get birthday money or if they get, let them help and say, okay, we're going on vacation and so-and-so. How much do you want to put into it? Or even oh, sit down okay. and have family discussions. Oh, okay, good, good. Yeah. yeah. yeah you know, the idea I know, is yeah. to bring families together. Right. Yes. Well, I, that's a good thing. Maybe uh, maybe I, we, we all could learn from that, bring the whole family. Instead of uh, one person trying to uh, handle the whole thing, which – as being a, a father and a, and a household provider, yeah. uh, I just had a tendency always to do that. I thought that was the role, but I think what you're saying is, and is everybody everybody has a has a part in planning that uh, ex- for that expense. I think that uh, the children or the younger people in the family probably can learn a lesson from that, and that goes a long way to. To, to establish the discipline that we talked about earlier. Exactly. And and as it says, you're training up a child in the way you want him to grow so that he will, and he will not depart according to God's word. So that's mm-hmm. what we're, we're trying to do. We want to bring back that, that thing that, okay, whoever lives in your household is a part of your financial picture. They have responsibilities right. if it is nothing but making up the bed. Uh, you don't have to pay them for everything because living in the house is part of growing and laying. But teaching them financial um, literacy while they are young and responsibility, uh, I think it makes a very good difference. And this booklet, God's Financial Plan, has one chapter in there that tells you how to teach your children as you are learning too. Mm-hmm. Very good. Um, I, I was just wondering, at what age do you think that uh, the youngsters could sit down at the table and and um, wearing their blue jeans? And what what at what age do you think uh, that they and should start to, to talk, think about that? Well, I think that whatever we want our children to learn, that we start when they're young. And I believe that because if we start teaching our children responsibility before they start school, they will have a foundation that will last them the whole nine yards of it. So when your children start saying, can I have, may I have, do I need, can I have some candy, Uh, Dad, I need this, or (laughs) whatever, I think it's time to say, okay, let us uh, let us make a plan, and and it should include them, and that's that saving before you spend, so that you don't have to be borrowing, you don't have to um, say, well, I can't do this, but then you can also say, I can't do this, and kids can say it when somebody says, well, would you like to go do so-and-so, and and it costs so much, and you go, no, my plan is that in the next month I'm going to do so-and-so because that's what I'm saving for. Oh, okay. That's that's, that's very good. I always wondered about, well, my my girls, they always had about two and three jobs. You know, I just... (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. So I, I really never had to worry about that, you know. So yeah. Uh, yeah. But I, I was wondering about that, you know, because uh, some some parents and I, I believe, you know, they they do that. They take it all on themselves, and they never start their kids to learn about uh, saving or or uh, you know for goals and. Right. Even at the young age, like bucket list and things of that nature, and I've just thought about uh, doing that. Okay, we're going to take a break now, and uh, okay, and uh, we're going to come back in how um, uh, thirty seconds. Okay. I need a tax preparer. How should I choose one? Using a paid tax preparer this year. Before paying someone to do your taxes, make sure they're qualified. Ask about their fees, experience, and training. Check with the Better Business Bureau. Avoid anyone who promises a higher refund. And review your tax return before you sign it. And make sure your preparer signs it too. For more tips, visit irs.gov and search Choosing a Preparer. Okay, we're back and we're talking to Elizabeth, Miss, Mrs. Elizabeth Parker. <laughs> and she, she is an independent financial contractor. Hey, you know, that that phrase, I've never heard that phrase before. How did you come about being an independent financial contractor? That's a lot of very important words there. Well, I I said because I, I've been doing church um, uh, books and stuff forever and a day, worked in the bank, that's my background, uh-huh. and uh, finance and, and um, economics is my uh, major and minor. And so, okay. and business administration. So I decided I'm not a certified accountant, but I've done enough book work and stuff, and, and, and I understand oh. it quite well. In fact, uh, that is finances. Um, and so I said I'm an independent contractor because I work for myself. Um, um, and I hire myself out as E.P. Wendell LLC. That's where all my finances, whenever I do taxes and other things, and I also have worked at uh, at um, tax offices uh, for about four years, I think. Um, and and so I gave myself and and said I am an independent contractor. I am also a financial facilitator, and facilitator is the word that you use. Uh, to make um, that says that you make things easier for other people. So finances, I try to make easier for the everyday person. By working in the bank and being a manager of a bank in the Midwest and uh, for over 30 years retired from banking, that I find that most people that when they start out, uh, the banks and things do not want to talk to you until you have $10,000. Well, it's too many of us uh, that don't have $10,000. But if we start young, start saving, and how we can keep more of our money instead of giving it away for taxes or um, becoming more of a consumer instead of a investor, then um, we 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 need to learn that young. So okay. that's how I came up with that name. <laughs> Okay, good. There was another one in, in your your bios. I, we mentioned in the introduction. I mentioned the word flow, I, and I know that stands for something. Would you care to tell? Yes, tell it us what does. That, what that stands, stands for. for my dear friend. Um, um, that her is called Future Leaders of 
the world, and it is oh, a okay. financial um, uh, uh, program that we teach children how to uh, from the from the fifth to the eighth grade or ninth grade. Um, uh, teach them of uh, finances how to how to uh, they it's like the kids have to raise their GPA they have to raise their GPA and they get paid um, play money of course but but the kids take it very seriously um, uh, they get paid for every time they raise their GPA because what is it that they are they they're they going to school is a job Going to school is a job. That's, again, it's training up a child. Um, going to school is a job, and their job is to, their their goal is to learn everything the teacher teaches, and then they to raise their GPA, and then they, they get paid every two weeks. And they have to pay oh, okay. their rent, electric, gas, um, personal stuff, if they want to buy something, get the hair done or whatever, they have to learn that. And they, they do it, and they get a simulated paycheck. Oh, really? Oh, that's a unique idea. That's really Yeah. Uh, She's been doing it good. for oh, over 30 years, um, this oh, program that she has. And we're trying <clears throat> desperately to get it into the city or any any school that wants to um, uh, teach kids another way because uh-huh. kids are getting they're not learning they and 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 what like indiana said that we now have to teach kids financial literacy that's a program oh, that is good. worth it yeah. and it's Joy Crow, and she uh, and I should have her number right here, so that she, uh, anybody wants to uh, contact her and find out about it, it would be most appreciated. And she lives in Detroit, um, actually. Oh, okay. Um, but okay. we do it Good. online, and you know most schools online. are coming to be online. Yes. Right. Right. Yeah. That. That's. That's the thing now. Uh, hopefully so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just want to briefly mention that uh, the topics will be a uh, part of a a four-part series, and uh, so we're asking our listeners to please watch your favorite uh, social media platforms for further information. Okay, we got that out of the way. That's a public yeah. service announcement for this series here, and uh, and it concerns uh, God's uh, uh, God's financial financial health plan. Health plan. Right. Yeah. So we'll be doing that another a four part series on that. Now this will be the first of uh, actually a five part series, but we'll be doing the rest of the series soon. And we're very excited to to do that because uh, when we talked to you and and um, on last year, I believe uh, we did a, a finance. I was looking through our archives and we we did a, a program on finances uh, 2018. And uh, so as I was looking through uh, the five pockets. Uh, I said, hmm, this maybe would be a better idea if we just expand one at a time. And so yeah. and you were gracious enough to try it, and, and we're going to do it. And uh, so we'll be doing that soon. We just want to throw okay. that at, get that thing in there so we can uh, have something to look forward to and our listeners too. Um, and uh, <clears throat> we also wanted to talk about what what uh, uh, how, how did we come out that this would be the back pocket. What is the uh, 
the meaning of that. I know there's something that you had in mind when you said the back pocket. Uh, well, so. <laughs> I, I, I came up with this idea about the five-pocket blue jeans. So okay. since your front pockets, uh, the first po- uh, uh, is, is, is God's pocket being number one, um, number two. So it ended up just being a back pocket because, you know, we, we have to put things where we can find them. So if I thought okay. that naming each pocket and 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 showing the picture of it when you buy the book, you got this. I kept getting reminders all through it, uh, telling you about these pockets, what they are: one, two, three, four, five, and and then uh, from other. Um, uh, venues that I've been to about pockets in health health issues is one that uses that little third pocket in the front, that little pocket that's inside the front pocket. Well, mm-hmm. they use that as a personal pocket. So that's how we got with the storehouse. That's your personal pocket. Um, okay. So And then the others, you're sitting on them. So they get uncomfortable if they get too big, uh, so you're going to use them. So our everyday pocket, we just put it in a back pocket so we can reach back there very easily and pull it out and, and, and use it. It was, it, you know, I I don't know. Lord gave me this in, in color and these <laughs> blue jeans, so it's like, well, I have to think about it. And blue jeans was the sky's the limit. And, and oh, uh, everybody's got a, a blue okay. jeans, you know. Uh, the oh, sky yeah, you're blue, right. You know, so the sky's the oh. limit. All we have to do is learn to be disciplined. Right, yeah. That's that's key. That's key in yeah. most everything, you know, especially financial yeah. stuff. And, uh, exactly. Yeah. And and finance is a dull subject to most people. You know, they find yeah. it they find it dull. Uh me, uh, I'm I'm excited about finances. I don't know why, but uh, that's that's me. But um and so I tried to make it as colorful as possible. Um uh, uh anyone that buys a book and you can get the book by uh googling the title, God's Financial Health okay. Plan. God. And then okay. it will, uh, or either uh, the author's name, Elizabeth Thompson Parker, either one of those. You can you can go to Barnes and Nobles. Uh, uh, you can go on Amazon. Any of those places. It's really not that expensive. It's only like twelve ninety nine plus uh, shipping and handling. And anyone in Indianapolis, Indiana. If they let me know, I can get it without the get it for thirteen dollars without the shipping and handling because okay, I have books be at my home. Oh, you do? <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, I have books. I mean, you know, and I carry them around in my car too. <laughs> oh yeah, that's good for you. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I, I I haven't had any major book signing because I I I haven't um, had anyone that said, oh, if you if if uh, you want to have a book signing where I could have it at some place and and have some books and people would buy them, come in to buy the book and I'd autograph them for them. But uh, oh, okay. hopefully yeah. one of these days that will happen. Hmm. 
But well, what but what this, uh, what uh, business would you usually do? That would be a bookstore or a church or what? Usually, any do that. any place that that we can get somebody uh, to uh, that wants to sponsor that for me to okay. have a book right. signing would be any okay. place that I can get it that wouldn't you know that would help uh, would like to do okay. that. Uh, some people have that background. I don't know that many people that would do that, but um, hopefully, a church um, are our friend. And what they do, what we do, is sort of advertise or have everything and say, everybody buy the book on um, such and such a day. Come in. You can buy it there. You can buy it ahead of time. And we come in, we discuss it a little bit, and and um, um, they would um, purchase, and I would sign it, and that would be one way to get it more more books sold. Okay, very good. Okay, we yeah. got that commercial in. But anyway, yeah. that's what we do here. So, <laughs> so it's been a joy to have you on again. This is the first of a five-part series, and. Uh, we're going to remind our listeners and uh, everybody that we'll have uh, videos out announcing when the next uh, episode of of uh, God's Financial, financial Health, Health Plan, Plan. Uh, yes. with uh, Elizabeth Thomas Parker at, um, the, at the helm here. And uh, it's been a joy to have you on again. And, uh, and we look I forward to our so next much. series. Pardon yes. me? I thank you too, uh, Mike, uh, for having me on and and looking forward to this uh, series of of information. Yes, it's going to be very exciting. I'm glad to do it too. So, yeah. but thank you again for appearing on Church Chat today. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Talk to you later. Bye. All right. Bye bye. This is Mike Flukas saying, take care of each other out there and have a good evening. That's all for this edition of Church Chat. This is Mike Flukas thanking you for listening. This is a WILL Internet Broadcasting Production. Right now at Sprint, get any next-generation Samsung Galaxy phone and get the new Galaxy S10e to use on us with Sprint Flex Lease. The Galaxy S10e has a pro-grade camera for effortless pro-quality images. Visit a local Sprint store, sprint.com slash Samsung, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Galaxy S10e, 3125 per month. Second phone, $0 per month. After 3125 per month credit, apply within two bills. Requires two new lines and 18-month leases. If you cancel early, remaining balance due. Excludes tax, subject to credit, $30 activation fee, and restrictions. Offering coverage not everywhere.